This podcast and the following message are brought to you by Coinbase. Join the most trusted place to buy and sell cryptocurrency. Coinbase supports a growing list of assets, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and more than 50 other cryptocurrencies. Crypto stored on Coinbase's servers is covered by Coinbase's insurance policy, keeping your crypto investments safe and giving you peace of mind. Find out more and support this podcast by going to autoconverse.com slash Coinbase and get $10 free to invest when using our affiliate link. That's www.autoconverse.com forward slash Coinbase. Get our promo code and receive $10 in free cash to make your first investment today. And thank you. Giving them some relief at the pump. That's what we're talking about. Uh, It's straightforward. It's simple. The president would like Congress to to act. Uh, We're talking about, uh, you know, 18 cents uh, per gallon, which is going to go a long way. If you look at uh, the average of states, that's 30 cents. Just looking at those two things, that's almost 50 cents. Uh, That's going to go a long way for three months. That's it. Three months. That was White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre insisting that the temporary federal gas tax holiday will, quote, go a long way. Only days before, Secretary of Treasury Janet Yellen declared that nothing can be done about gasoline prices. With respect to energy, the uh, administration has done everything that they can to bring down energy costs, for example, through um, an historic release Um, of a million barrels a day from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Unfortunately, that is the brutal reality. Uh, You know, this is in large part caused by Putin's aggression. But as you say, the reality is uh, that there isn't very much more to be done. So what can American citizens expect? Well, we'll address this later today on the program, in addition to what one tech entrepreneur is doing about removing the friction from car shopping. And so there's just a variety of ways that we can engage consumers. And in a sense, the consumer doesn't have to navigate to an automotive site anymore. They can just activate a search and let all those, all those automotive sites navigate to them. Almost like, you know, everybody's getting everything delivered these days. So why not have my inventory search delivered to me opposed to making me you know, spend my Saturdays bouncing around websites. That was Eric Brown from Ask Auto on the Mobility Tech and Connectivity Show talking about a frictionless auto shopping experience where vehicles that best match your desired criteria come to you rather than you seeking them out on third-party and dealership websites. It was a great conversation, and it is the highlight of this episode where we also talk about the fallout in big tech and social media, red-hot inflation, and Ford's move away from EV truck startup Rivian. From Autoburst Media, this is Autoconverse. Hey, we got a good show lined up for you today. Oh, well, I'm a Game of Thrones nut, so that's, that's, that's my jam. The robots are listening. The robots are listening. All right, and welcome to another episode of the Autoconverse podcast, where we explore people, ideas, and technologies that influence how we are connected and the way we get around. I am Ryan Girardi. Great to be back here with you after a brief hiatus. 
As you heard me talking about, the, th- the highlight of today's episode is my conversation with Ask Auto CEO Eric Brown, working to use the cloud and remove friction from the car shopping experience. But there's a lot of other stuff going on in the world which we want to address. So before we get into all that, how about some headlines? Are we headed into a travel Armageddon? Travel issues have continued piling up for flyers as flight delays and cancellations have topped over 20,000 in some instances over the Labor Day holiday weekend. Mostly blamed on staffing shortages, packed planes, and the ripple effects from previous bad weather, or so they say. Nationwide, Delta and United have the highest number of cancellations, with 7% and 3% of flights being canceled respectively, not including flights on their regional affiliates. And airports that are seeing the most issues include Hatsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport, JFK, and LaGuardia in the New York City area. Elon Musk delivered an ultimatum to Tesla and SpaceX corporate workforces, spend a minimum of 40 hours a week in the office or leave the company. Workers at both companies received memos from Musk that made clear that all workers must report to a main office for 40 hours a week. Musk also wrote that employees would no longer be allowed to work from remote branch offices not related to their job duties, giving the example of an HR worker for the Fremont factory who works out of state. On top of that, employees have filed lawsuits against Elon Musk for being a distraction to their jobs. And in response, many employees, mostly from SpaceX, have been fired. President Biden is scrambling to find ways to reduce gas prices, such as removing the federal 18-cent gas tax, which may or may not come to fruition. And next month, Biden is scheduled to meet with Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman during a trip to the Middle East in July. And this is a break with his campaign pledge of making the kingdom a quote-unquote pariah as he struggles to combat record-high U.S. gasoline prices. OPEC Plus agreed to open its oil taps faster in the summer months, which is a gesture of reconciliation to the U.S. that nevertheless keeps Russia at the heart of the cartel. The White House welcomed the deal, which came after months of diplomatic pressure on Saudi Arabia to mitigate the surge in energy prices that has battered the economy since Putin's decision to invade Ukraine. I'll add into that, gas prices had already increased over... 70% prior to Russia invading Ukraine. Only Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates have enough spare capacity to offset a significant portion of the supply gap created by sanctions on Russia. Much of that will remain untapped even after the July and August production increases, setting up a crucial OPEC Plus meeting in two months that could determine whether the U.S. and Europe persuade their Gulf allies to break further from Moscow. Take this moment to remind us that on Joe Biden's first day of office, he did shut down the Keystone Pipeline project, which cost over 50,000 jobs across the U.S. and, of course, cut off major domestic oil supply within the country. How about we get into some tech innovations? Toyota introduces a home battery storage. 
based on EV battery technology. Toyota Motor Company is introducing the Iouchi Kayuden system, a home storage battery system based on its electrified vehicle battery technology. Pre-orders for the system have started and sales in Japan will begin in August through home builders and general construction companies. The Iouchi Kayuden system uses electrified vehicle battery technology such as Toyota's battery control to provide a rated capacity of 8.7 kilowatt hours and a rated output of 5.5 kilowatt hours. This ensures safety and provides a supply of electricity to the entire home, not just in normal situations, even during power outages caused by natural disasters. Toyota Motor Company also rolled out its first mass-produced battery electric car in Japan for lease only, which is a strategy the automaker says will help ease driver concerns about battery life and resale value but has also raised analysts' eyebrows. Gasoline electric hybrid models remain far more popular in Japan than EVs, which accounted for just 1% of passenger cars sold in Japan last year. Bundling insurance, repair costs, and a battery warranty into the deal, Toyota will release the BZ4X SUV at the equivalent of $39,000 for the first four years. Canceling in the first 48 months will also mean an additional fee. How will we charge these EVs? Well, Tesla has started building a massive supercharger station between Los Angeles and Las Vegas in the Mojave Desert, which many believe could be the largest one in the world. Tesla has been actively increasing its supercharger station footprint, increasing from 23,777 superchargers across 2,564 stations in 2020 now to 31,500 superchargers and close to 3,500 stations worldwide. That's a 35% growth rate. This growth rate is much needed as Tesla prepares to open up its supercharging network to third-party vehicles as well. The one in the Mojave Desert is said to have 100 stalls, which is more than 10 times of what EVgo and Electrify America have offered. And not to be left behind, Sony and Honda have signed a joint venture agreement to establish a new company to engage in the sale of high-value-added EVs and provide services for mobility. The new company will aim to bring together Honda's environmental and safety technologies, mobility development capabilities, vehicle body manufacturing technology, and after-sales service management experience. With Sony's expertise in the development and application of imaging, Sensing, telecommunication, network, and entertainment. And finally, on a more lighthearted front, a SpaceX rocket carrying 53 satellites for the Starlink Internet constellation that we've been reporting on here over the past couple of years went into orbit last week after blasting off from California. The Falcon 9 booster lifted off from the Vandenberg Space Force Base at 3.07 p.m., and minutes later, the first stage landed on a drone ship in the Pacific Ocean, while the second stage continued toward low-Earth orbit. SpaceX later tweeted that the satellites were successfully deployed. Starlink is a space-based system that SpaceX has been building for years to bring Internet access to underserved areas of the world, including the country of Ukraine, uh, as it's been invaded by Russia. 
All right, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back with a wellness mindset segment. Hey, Dad, are you still looking for a car? Did you know that when you click on car ads, dealers pay for every click? But shouldn't you get paid? After all, you're the one clicking. That's why I use Ask Auto. With Ask Auto, you build rewards as you shop. Plus, Ask Auto recommends exclusive offers based on your needs. You can ask questions on cars you like and still protect your personal information. You can even set your price. Who knew car shopping could be so easy and rewarding? Ask Auto. Fast, fun, and rewarding car shopping. Yeah, so for everyone watching, this is a grounding exercise called the 5-4-3-2-1. It's a beautiful technique because it uses all five of our senses. And so without getting too much into it, I'm just going to directly guide you in. Um, And so if you're in a position where you're able to close your eyes and you feel comfortable doing so, feel free to do that. Uh, And if you're not comfortable doing so, I invite you to just kind of gaze in front of you. Settle your gaze there. Uh, For me, I'm going to close my eyes because I'm huge with this. And so... First thing I'm gonna invite you to do is I invite you to find five things, or actually, you know what, really quick, let's open our eyes for this one, my apologies. So the first thing I'm gonna invite you to do is find five things that you can see. The five things that you can see around you. So for example, right now I see myself on the screen, I see my microphone, I see my water bottle. Five things that you can see around you. And then now I'm going to invite you to close your eyes here. Now, after you found those five things that you can see around you, I want you to look for, or I want you to listen for four things that you can hear going on in your surrounding. And right now that might be the sound of my voice. It might be a clock ticking. It might be the buzzing of your fridge. Four things that you can hear. And once you're done with that, I want you to pay attention to three things that you can physically feel. So for me right now, I feel my feet on the ground. I feel the wind coming in from my open window. What are three things that you can physically feel? Now, what are two things that you can smell? And I get that not all of us are in a position where we can smell something right now. So if you can't smell anything right now, what are two things that you love smelling? Immediately off the top of my head, I love uh, the smell of popcorn when I walk into a movie theater or the smell of grandma's fresh baked cookies. So what are two things that you can either smell or love smelling? Think about those. And the last one here is I want you to think of one thing that you can taste or like the smelling one, I get that not every one of uh, every one of us has something in our mouths right now. So one thing that you love tasting. For me, I'm thinking, I'm still thinking about grandma's fresh baked cookies. And I love the taste of those. Now peppermint is also another one. So what is one thing that you can taste or you love tasting? All right, and when you're ready with that, go ahead and open your eyes. And I invite you to come back to this moment here with us. Uh, And the beauty with this, like I mentioned earlier, is you really get to use all five of your senses, which are so essential. Like we are always using these every single, you know, every waking moment of the day, we're using these. It's just sometimes we're not aware that we're using them. 
And so by doing that, we ground ourselves in five different ways. Um, <clears throat> I see that Ryan is pulling up the block that I have here, walking you through the uh, technique as well. So feel free to go and check that out. Um, and another thing I want to share here with the five ground or five senses to uh, ground yourself is we've all been there before when you'll, you know, let's just say you're uh, on a Zoom call all day. And then you get off and you're on Facebook or you're on YouTube or you're on social media scrolling and watching something. That's not really you taking a break. And most of us have experienced that before. Now, the reason why it's not considered taking a break is it's, be, it's because you're using the same senses you just were. And so you're noticing these moments, the best advice is, uh, are always, you know, go take a walk, go eat something, go and, uh, you know, close your eyes and listen to music. And essentially what people are saying is, uh, is go use some of your other senses. You know, sometimes we overextend ourselves in one sense or another, and we need to elevate some of the ones that we haven't been using. So if you find yourself in a moment where you've been listening quite a bit, give your ears a break and go read something or go eat something or go smell something and physically do something, right? And you can uh, mix and match that with every single sense that you have. And that way you have an equilibrium and a harmony between them rather than uh, over, you know, stimulating yourself in one area uh, and being completely empty in the other ones. That was life coach Tuzier Lee demonstrating his 54321 stress release exercise during B2B hour on auto conversion. B2B hour is a live webcast that I conduct each month for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs to learn, network, and grow their professional brands and businesses. Every month during the show, we have a wellness mindset segment, which you just heard from Tuzier Lee. If you're interested, find out more by going to autoconversion.net forward slash grow. You can sign up for free for any one or more of our exclusive mastermind programs and you'll get all the information you need to get started for free. While the likelihood of a recession is not off the table, Americans from various income levels, aided by pandemic-related stimulus payments, have not emptied their savings. In fact, many have been able to save more. However, those at the lower end of the income level are beginning to see the effects of red-hot inflation. This according to J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. With stocks and cryptocurrency in a seemingly perpetual bear market, the time is ripe for those with liquidity to scoop up some unprecedented and unprecedented investment deals. Although maybe not for big tech and social media firms such as Snap, owner of the Snapchat app, which said it would miss its own revenue and profit targets for the year and slow hiring. In fact, social media stocks shed a combined $180 billion in market value after Snap's announcement last month. Here's Eric Brown and I talking about this during our interview. Yeah, so what's happening here, and Netflix, uh, Got hit the other day too. All of the same things and new privacy policies coming from Apple and and you know Google and others. You know where they they're basically building their own walled gardens and you know uh, and so the ability for these companies to target people with data is being mitigated and that's impacting their ability to sell advertising and and get advertising results, uh, click throughs, uh, etc. And so that's impacting revenue. Um, We've, we've seen this coming for a couple of years now, and it's actually 
you know, part, I mean, it's kind of good news for us because we, we don't sell clicks. Uh, we don't sell data. We don't sell, you know, consumer, uh, consumer behavior at all, right? It, we've inverted that model and said, let's, you know, tell us what you want, we'll deliver to you. Uh, and we get paid for delivering to you, but we don't get paid for um, putting advertising in front of you. That's the draw. It's quite a twist. I mean, I feel like when I'm on the internet, I don't use social media anymore. It's It's been, um, I'm going on almost two years of just not using social media. Generally speaking, I'm still on LinkedIn, uh, but I took all like Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, I took them off my phone. I just don't participate anymore. And and it's great, by the way. I highly recommend that to anyone that's- I haven't been to Facebook in months. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do feel like when I go to the internet, like you see me bringing up these, these web pages with the headlines and it's just constant bombardment with ads. Mm-hmm. You know, this world is just so obsessed with advertising. It's, it just kind of takes away from it. So I personally see so much uh, potential for- alternative revenue systems so you're not bombarding people with ads. And it sounds like Ask Auto kind of is, is in that category. In that correct. Exactly. Yeah, it is. And, and it's interesting, too, because how much waste is in the ad ecosystem right now for, you know, clicks. I mean, we, we uh, have a, a, an agency that, you know, is bringing their clients to our platform and uh, in their inventory, right? And they were doing some work for more of the major manufacturers and they were paying you know, over $5 a click to Google to get somebody to go from the search, you know, search engine to, to the website, 56% of those people bounce. In other words, they never made it to the website. So now suddenly you're at, let's call it 10 for easy math. You're at $10 just to get somebody to the website. And then suddenly, you know, you're uh, half of them didn't even do a search for a car, let alone scroll the page to find a car, which we talked about earlier. And so that suddenly adds up to, just to get somebody to look at a car. And a lot of those people are are not necessarily in market to buy a car. So it's a really inefficient model, this idea of clicking and navigating to content. When if you allow the consumer to maintain their own privacy and maintain their own preferences, uh, they'll tell you what they want uh, and you can deliver it to them so that they are not having to spend all that time, you know, doing searches and clicking on keywords and ads and all of that stuff and getting tracked. And, and so I think, you know, Google and Apple, they recognize that as well as Amazon as well that, you know, you see more and more now, you know, where, uh, you know, with Google, you're seeing more and more of the content on google.com rather than a, a link to a site. It's still there, but more and more search for toasters. You're going to see toasters delivered to you right on google.com because they understand as well, this company that was invented to aid navigation of the internet understands as well that navigation is friction. And so why not just pull it out of the cloud and present it to the consumer when they ask for it? Speaking of perpetual, when you want to buy a car these days, where do you go for research? Well, chances are, if you don't begin your quest at google.com, you will at some point go there. But no matter how you perform your search, there's one thing you can still likely count on. You will have to locate and find the inventory that meets your criteria. And then you have to go to wherever on the web those vehicles are to study and evaluate them. But what if those vehicles came to you instead? 
Well, as it turns out, there is a new service designed to do this. It's called Ask Auto, and if you're a regular listener here of the podcast and you've probably seen or heard us talking about it, then you've probably heard us talking about it or even played a few commercials for Ask Auto over the last year. And that's because Ask Auto is a supporting sponsor of Autoconverse, and we support advancing technology that influences how we are connected and the way we get around. Did you know that 50% of searches today are done by voice and 30% are done without a screen present? You can count on these numbers only going up. In these instances, content is presented on your device in the form of a custom page or sometimes a voice transcription. And that touch point is the only means to respond to to these searches. This is more efficient than scrolling through search results trying to locate the perfect match. In fact, even when you conduct a traditional search on a dealer's website, you are only 50% more likely to scroll the search results page for a vehicle. So even if a vehicle that matches the criteria that you specify exists in the inventory that you're looking at, you are only 50% likely to locate it. With all the artificial intelligence and machine learning that we have available to us today, you would think that failing to locate existing inventory would be a thing of the past but it's not. Matching vehicles are being overlooked all the time. So Ask Auto removes the requirement that you, the consumer, the shopper, and the vehicle be present at the same time on the same website. With Ask Auto, which uses perpetual search, you can receive updated vehicle recommendations as dealer inventories get updated daily automatically. So for auto retailers, Ask Auto allows you to stop hoping that the customer finds your vehicles and instead allows you to proactively present vehicles to consumers without the consumer having to come visit your website. It provides continuous customer engagement and thus building an audience for your dealership rather than just traffic to your website. So what I'll do is I'll play pieces of my interview with Eric Brown. He is the founder of InSearchX, which is the purveyor of Ask Auto. He is a senior executive with extensive experience in building high-growth companies in media, internet technology, healthcare, and automotive vehicles. Uh, did I pre- did I present that accurately? Hey, do you, did I miss any holes? Best I've heard you do it, actually. So okay. that's great. Yeah. All right. That means I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's really about uh, the path of least resistance and remove, you know, removing friction. I think as you touched on earlier, uh, for the consumer and for the dealership, for that matter. It's, it's you know, I, I was just at a, a industry conference uh, a couple weeks ago, and I kept wandering around the exhibit hall, and you know, I was like, everything in this hall is stored in the cloud. <laughs> you know, well, you know, why do I have to navigate this? Why couldn't I just tell my phone to access whatever it was I wanted? out of the cloud uh, and because, you know, navigation is friction and, and uh, uh, you know, and, and it's true with everything a consumer wants these days. It's all, you know, it's all hosted in the cloud. It's no longer sitting on individual private servers like it was back in the 90s and the early 2000s that required this whole linking ecosystem. Well, that's not required anymore. Now we can just, you know, the right API, right, you know, call to action, we can pull to our device uh, and and only for us and 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 screen access to our device at the same time, the content we want. So, removing tracking and all that fun stuff at the same time. Yeah, we. I mean, the technology we have today, you know, um, you could say advertisers or retailers, you know, have access to so much information about us. 
one of the features that I like about, I'm an iPhone user, and one of the features I like is when I get in the car, you know, it knows I'm getting in the car, I think because of yeah. the Bluetooth connection, even before I move. Right. Yeah. And it has a pretty good idea of where I might be headed. Yeah. If it's routine, it has a pretty good idea. Um, or one thing I do is I put, you know, when I have dates, uh, like baseball game, like I coach baseball, right? So I put that in my calendar. And so Google and Apple know that I have to be there at that time. And so, again, I get in the car right. and it's like, right. hey, you got 40 minutes to your destination. I like that. It's so personalized. And I just I imagine it's a similar technology that we're talking about of not that it's search related, but it's kind of like you're saying, we have all this inventory in the cloud. We know what you like. We know what you need. We know how when you need it and the priority level of it. So what you're saying is ask God is just going to put that inventory in front of you because it, because it already knows what you want. How right. does it know what cars you're interested in? Tell us about that. Yeah. So the variety of ways that we do that, um, the simplest, of course, is the consumer tells us, right? They simply tell, they ask auto to find a Mondo Accord uh, in this, in this price range. Uh, and then we go to look work, looking for that vehicle um, for them, either from the dealer's inventory where maybe the dealer, where the consumer activated ask auto, if it was a, a dealer, for example, introduced the, the uh, search capabilities to, to the consumer, or if it was through a, a media partnership, um, then it's looking for any inventory, you know, near them. Um, and at any point, the consumer can update their preferences to change, you know, the notifications that are coming to them. Um, other ways we do it is we, we make some assumptions. So on a dealership site, for example, we may have seen that you may you shop for a Honda Accord. Uh, and so we'll simply ask you, um, you know, when you're leaving that website, would you like to activate search notifications for this Honda Accord? Um, and by the way, you know, no email or phone or anything shared with the dealership. It's just merely creating a, a channel between you and the, um, uh, and the dealer's inventory. Other ways we do it is, uh, you, you know, we'll offer you a quiz. So you might be looking at a video of a Honda Accord on, on one of our affiliate publisher sites, and it'll ask you, uh, Hey, do you want to activate a search for the Honda Accord or would you like to find the right Honda for you? or just the right vehicle for you. And as you're showing here is our quiz. Uh, and so in that case, there's five quick questions, uh, interactive dialogue with Ask Auto. Ask Auto will ask you some questions. And, and then as you respond to those, uh, it will then pick a vehicle that's right for you. Um, based upon other people who answer the questions very similarly and reported loving the vehicle they purchased. So on the back end, we're actually looking at millions of consumer surveys uh, of owners, people who bought a Honda Accord, we asked them about themselves. We asked them about the vehicle, um, what they liked and didn't like. And so then we can match that up and say, oh, other people like you really love this Toyota Prius, for example. You can see, folks, I've brought the quiz up here. If you go to autoconverse.com forward slash ask auto, it'll bring you uh, to the site and there'll be a link to take the quiz. And yeah. here's the first prompt. What hobbies or activities do you love? What's the significance of these? I mean, obviously you're looking for lifestyle, but you right. know, you must have some some data behind these particular checkboxes, right? Right. So what we're looking at are sort of the attributes of the consumer. And so when we originally dived into the data with our with our partner strategic vision, we looked at all those 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 surveys and we said, what are attributes of a consumer are most predictive of vehicle satisfaction? 
And then from that came the questions that you see here. Uh, and then depending on how you answer those, we say, well, of those people who love the Toyota, uh, Toyota Corolla, you know, how do they answer these questions? How similar is Ryan in this example to people who love the Corolla versus people who love it F-150? And so then that's how we, we pull, you know, we, we make that assessment. Um, and then, you know, we then show you the top three vehicles um, that line up uh, with your, uh, you know, quiz results. Um, we actually score 471 different makes and models, but we show the top three because um, those are the ones that, you know, obviously most relevant. Um, but in the background, we're looking at 471. Now, the other thing we're about to roll out, too, is sort of the inverse of this. And that is, uh, you know, it sort of dawned on us we could be collecting this data at the same time. And so we have another uh, survey coming um, where we're inviting consumers to tell us about their car they're driving. And in that instance, we have several manufacturers who are involved, and they're actually sponsoring a $10,000 sweepstakes uh, when you actually tell us about the car you're driving and what you like and don't like about it. Uh, and so uh, that's coming uh, here this month, and we're excited to, you know, to roll that out as well because uh, it provides more data, the power of the quiz, um, and, you know, uh, uh, helps us, you know, determine which, which vehicles are most loved by whom. How many... Um... How much inventory a dealer has to sign up to have his inventory in the system, or do you just automatically have all dealer inventory? No, they, a dealer would have to participate uh, to provide their inventory. We do have some national retailers, so we do have inventory everywhere in the country uh, that are participating. So there's always a, a vehicle to be recommended, um, and of course we you know we keep adding dealers, and so that 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 those vehicle recommendations keep growing. Okay. How about we go through the quiz? Would that be good if I kind of choose sure. some of these options here? I'm curious. I see attend church. I'm curious. That's gonna have a, that's gonna have a influence on the type of car we drive. Right. It has an influence on determining the type of person you are. Interesting. All right. So I'm gonna pick things that I do regularly of this list, which is this. Then we have now. Are these next questions? Are they dynamic based on the, the responses of the previous question? No, they are set uh, five standard questions. Now, occasionally we'll have, uh, depending upon, like we've got a manufacturer, we're working on rolling this out across all of their dealerships and, and in their emails. Uh, they've got some, some market data they'd like to catch themselves, so there might be an additional question here or there. But for the most part, they're, they're standard. Because we're matching against a data set where those questions were asked you know, relevant to the car you said you loved, right? Or didn't love. Now, as we went through the quiz, one thing was obvious is that dealer inventories were significantly down, which you can see just when you drive by dealerships pretty much anywhere across the country. Do you think the dealer's mindset right now is that we're going to fill those lots again someday? It just, I mean, Toyota just announced it's going to drop production worldwide, like over 100,000 cars this month or quarter because of the chip shortage. I mean, the chip shortage is still the main cause of this lack of inventory, I think, right? It is. Um, and then, you know, there's been some other issues as well when a plant, the chip shortage is, you know, because the plant shuts down because of COVID or what, you know, various reasons, right? So you get this sort of, you know, <laughs> the chips, you get this trickle, uh, you know, trickle, down effect if, if there's a shut down in any component it doesn't even have to you know it's just any components impacted by either supply 
and you know, I've got, um, you know, I think it's January of 2023. There's new maritime rules coming out about uh, fuel economy of, of uh, your cargo ships. And, and, you know, the requirement basically is going to re- make the cargo ships because they haven't had any great innovation and in how to get, you know, more nautical miles out of a gallon um, that, you know, they're just going to slow down to get there. And so that's going to cause another issue uh, with supply chain. So, you know, it's it, to your question about, you know, the dealers think we're going to get back to full lots. I think probably in the back of their minds they do, but, you know, I'm not sure there's a consensus there and, and, and certainly not a consensus of when that's going to happen. Talk to us briefly about the parking lot uh, uh, partnerships that you have in certain regions of the country. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Ask Auto is partnering with parking lots. What is the customer experience there? What am I going to experience as a as an yeah. as as a person parking my car? How is how's Ask Auto going to interface with me? So you know the the modern parking lot today, and it's certainly I was just in a parking conference uh, last week, and uh, actually uh, handed out the Parking Industry Operator of the Year award, and um, <clears throat> the uh, awarded I guess. Um, when a consumer parks a car uh, these days, and, and certainly a rapid trend this way, it, they're going to contactless, gateless, you know, et cetera, where basically your phone becomes the interface between you and the parking space and paying for the parking space. And your license plate is what's provided uh, to make that work as a unique identifier opposed to a number on a space, you know, et cetera. And uh, what we're doing is then looking at that license plate and alerting the consumer if there's a recall on the car and also offering them uh, a valuation on the vehicle as well. Uh, actually, it's not our valuation, it's through a, through a partner. Um, but the idea is when a consumer parks the vehicle, they have they get some additional information other than just, uh, you just paid $9.75 to park you know, for an hour. Um, <clears throat> and so uh, they get some additional information about their, their vehicle and right there in that moment, uh, while you're, you're you know, actively engaged with your vehicle, uh, you can then you know click on that to get additional information. Uh, and then if you'd like, you can even participate in getting an insurance quote for that car or a warranty quote or, or even uh, review cash offers for your vehicle. Um, and it's just a way to remove friction, you know, a path of least resistance. So the consumer, instead of having to navigate the Internet and all that, that data is available to them instantly on their phone. It's been curated for them based upon the car that they've parked. Uh, you know, versus having to enter all that information, find your van, all those kind of fun things uh, to get that. And if you, if you don't want it, then you just don't, you know, you just ignore it and, you know, go go to Starbucks and get your latte. So, but if you, if you're wait while you're waiting on your latte, if you want to review uh, lower insurance quotes or whatever it is, there's a navigation there that you can select, you know, what is of interest to you, if, if anything is. Okay, so, so Ask Auto already is not limited to just car shopping. You're saying Correct. you can get insurance quotes. Yeah. Um, so anything automotive oriented, you know, you can ask auto to get you an insurance quote. You can ask auto to refinance your car. You can ask auto to find you a warranty You can ask auto for accessories to your car You can ask for, you know, auto for service. Uh, you know, so the, the other thing we're working with manufacturers too is uh, the same survey I was talking about be there. Oh, you just parked a Honda Accord. Honda has some questions about your car participate in that and you're registered to win $10,000. So I have some fun things as well, but also some informational things about your vehicle when you park it. Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, you'll see that recall information, you know, take care of that, you know, maintain safety of the vehicle, et cetera. So. 
and hopefully can save you a few dollars on your car insurance. Yeah. Like what can... about things like auto repair? Do you see a future? Same, same anytime thing. Soon? Yeah. Ask auto, find me an oil change. Yeah. Okay. So the reason I, I asked that is, go ahead. The reason I asked that is because if you're talking insurance, auto, you know, car maintenance and shopping, I mean, ask auto could, could very well have a, a regular uh, in, in engagement with, with shoppers. It's not like just every few years. Correct. So if the, yeah, exactly. So, and that's all in the, you know, our, our, our mission is to be obviously consumer focused. That's it's where we are. So the consumer has complete control over what notifications, you know, they want to get about their vehicle. So if they want to know about recalls or if they want to know about uh, updates to their insurance, all those kinds of things, they can activate those notifications. Um, and the nice thing is when you park the vehicle, you don't have to go through the process of, you know, one, visiting dozens and dozens of websites and telling everybody the same thing. You know, we've captured the vehicle when it's parked. And if you want to make that vehicle available, um, you know, for insurance courts, warranties, whatever it might be, you choose, you know, uh, where you want to activate. Yeah, our and goal so is essentially to remove navigation from the, in this case, the process of finding a car or, or servicing your car, et cetera, that, that uh, at any point you you know, that call action is available to you or you can just ask your phone uh, and and it'll do the work for you. You know, like I said, when we started this conversation, everything is stored out there in the cloud. Uh, why is it that I have to navigate the Internet to get to it? Why can't my device do that work for me? How is that different? Let's just go to Amazon. How is that different from today with Amazon? I'm not a big Amazon user. I yep. know that I can go to Amazon, <clears throat> shop for something. It's going to give me a lot of similar products. People that bought this, bought that. People that looked at this, looked at that. Um, I think OfferUp, there's an app called OfferUp, used to be Let Go. Now, yeah. they come to me. I get notifications that say, because I'm looking for a forerunner. I'm in the market for a forerunner. Right. And so I think I activated some sort of yeah. search. And so it does come to me every couple of days. says, hey, there's new forerunners to look at. Is that perpetual search? Is that what you Yep, that is. Yep. Right. And so, yeah, the, the, the construct here is as a consumer, I should be able to just live my life and let my phone do the work for me or whatever device and um, and respond appropriately, ignore it or respond. And, you know, uh, we, we also have, you know, you can communicate through through Ask Auto as well with the deal. You see a, a car that you like, you've got a question about it. You can post that without sharing any of your personal identifiable information um, to that dealer. And they get an alert that says, oh, uh, user one two three four has a has a question about this Honda Accord, uh, you know, and they click a link to answer it and post it back to the consumer, who then gets alerted that oh, there's an answer about this vehicle. Um, so again, you know, allowing your device to do the work for you, opposed to you having to navigate around the internet. Well, as you can see, Eric and I can talk quite a bit about such technologies and how they're affecting the consumer experience across many different levels. Those were the highlights of my conversation, but you can always catch the full video replay on our YouTube channel. The best way to get subscribed to our YouTube channel, if you're not already, is text the keyword AUTOCONVERSE to 855-766-7585. We'll send you a link to get subscribed. And therefore, when you do, you'll be notified each time we schedule our monthly show. And when it goes live, you'll also get a text message from us as well. You can also go to autoconverse.com, subscribe to the blog there. That'll get you the links to the shows because 
technically, once we once the live stream is off air, we actually unlist it, and it's only available if you have the link. I should also mention, if you enjoyed the mindset segment presented today by Tuzier Lee, uh, and you're interested in connecting with him, you can go to his website. It's tuzierlee.com. That's T-O-U-G-E-R-L-E-E.com. You can even sign up for free and get uh, tips, tricks, and perspectives every time that he shares something on his blog. That is a wrap for today. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of the Auto Converse podcast, where we focus on how we are connected and the way we get around. I am Ryan Girardi, and we will be back next week with highlights from my conversations with three incredible women doing amazing things in the technology space, which aired on our show in March during International Women's Month. And I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to our Doge holders. We might be under 10 cents. But we're still going to the moon. To the moon! This is Autoburst Media.